0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season Three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Forty Penn Quarter, forty-one Columbia, thirty-nine, and some of us could be down to twenty-eight degrees overnight at nine fifty-nine. <laughs> You're listening to WTOP,
0: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
2: WTOP News.
3: Facts
4: matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sox. Coming up here on WTOP. What charging documents say about how a woman ran down and stabbed random people in Prince George's County? I'm Scott Gelman.
5: After it's clear there's tension at the top in Montgomery County schools,
6: will the county
2: council step in? I'm Kate Ryan. D.C.'s mayor defends the health of downtown.
6: People are coming downtown.
1: I'm Mike Marilla. Years after legalizing small amounts of marijuana, Virginia state lawmakers are now working on setting up a marketplace for it and a way to manufacture it as well. We're going in-depth with The Washington Post at 10.15. Wizards trailing San Antonio tonight at 10.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
7: Sergeant, I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Sergeant Williams Rivers and Specialist Kennedy Sanders and Brianna Moffitt died in an unmanned drone attack at a military base in Jordan over the weekend. The U.S. vows to respond as CBS's Nora O'Donnell in Bahrain reports.
0: Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, back at the Pentagon after a month-long illness, promised all options are on the table.
1: We will take all necessary actions to defend the
3: U.S. and our troops.
0: Vice Admiral Brad Cooper commands the Fifth Fleet here in Bahrain. I'm
2: calm. We are set right now to defend ourselves, but it's something that we look at literally every day
7: have you changed anything?
2: We change all the time.
7: A border security deal months in the making could be revealed by US Senate negotiators this week, more from CBS's Natalie Brand.
1: Everyone's looking to be able to read the bill at this point.
5: Oklahoma's James Lankford, a top Republican negotiator on the deal, says it would give the president new power to halt border crossings when they surpass a certain threshold. The compromise could also raise the qualification standard for asylum seekers and speed the review process. It could also also put limits on the president's ability to grant humanitarian parole to migrants, which the Biden administration has used at a historic scale.
7: The U.S. is still trying to broker a new deal to release more than 100 hostages held in Gaza. With the latest on the talks, CBS's Robert Berger.
3: Multiple reports have emerged about the framework of a hostage deal. In the first phase, 35 Israeli hostages would be freed during a one- or two-month ceasefire, while Israel would free hundreds of palestinian prisoners
7: convicted double murderer alec murdoch has requested a new trial alleging jury tapering but Retired State Supreme Court Chief Justice Gene Toll says,
2: "I simply do not believe that the authority of our South Carolina Supreme Court requires a new trial."
7: Murdoch's attorneys plan to appeal. It's not often a car maker tells you to stop driving their product, but in this case, Toyota and GM are warning tens of thousands of owners of some older model vehicles to do just that. CBS's Matt Piper. It's
8: because their Takata airbag inflators are at risk of exploding and hurling shrapnel. The Vehicles in question older Corolla, Matrix, RAV4, and Pontiac Vibe models, all of them from the early to mid 2000s.
7: The National Rifle Association's outgoing CEO, Wayne LaPierre, has acknowledged at a civil trial in New York that he wrongly expensed gifts, travel, and other benefits to his organization. The jury will decide if he violated the rules governing charities and nonprofits and should face financial penalties. This is CBS News.
2: Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance.
1: 10.03 on WTOP. Monday evening, January 29th, 2024. Alexandria is a 40. Other suburbs could be down to their 20s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. The top local stories we're following this hour... The Baltimore woman accused of stabbing a teenager and hitting random pedestrians with her car in Prince George's County last week is now being held without bond. What more have we learned about her and this violent spree? Let's hear more from WTOP's
4: Scott Kelman. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says they still don't know why the woman accused of going on a violent spree Thursday night may have done it.
5: I think it was a shock to all of us, that uh, an individual would cause so much havoc in
4: our community. 31-year-old Tanae Stallings-Brown is being held without bond. We did
5: argue that for the safety of our community and really communities across Maryland, that this
4: individual needed to be held. She's being charged with several counts of attempted murder. Charging documents describe the moment she got into a taxi near a Lanham gas station and allegedly stabbed the driver with a knife. Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
1: Now, 10.04, we've got an update on that huge pileup on the Bay Bridge from Saturday. It backed up traffic for hours. Maryland Transportation Authority police say that they are looking for a blue Honda Civic that could be connected to the chain reaction crash on the westbound span of the bridge. More than 20 vehicles were involved in foggy conditions. Investigators say the Honda was speeding and driving erratically, which may have contributed to the crash. They're asking for help to find the Civic and its driver westbound on the span between 7.30 and 7.45 Saturday morning. Police are reconstructing the crash scene and say the investigation could take months. In recent days, we've seen turmoil and tension at the top of Montgomery County's public schools. The superintendent says she's staying on, despite being asked to leave by a number of school board members. The school board insists it's a personnel matter. And an inspector general's report shows chaotic management of a system that's supposed to tackle accusations of misconduct.
7: With a
5: situation where Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says she's been asked to step down, but says she's been given no justification by the Board of Ed, should McKnight be removed Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson.
1: That's a personnel matter between the Board of Education and the superintendent. I will say that the issue needs to be resolved. And it needs to be resolved as quickly as possible because the school system needs stability.
5: McKnight and the school board have been criticized over the handling of allegations of sexual harassment and bullying by a principal who is no longer with the school system. In a little over a week, two council committees will hold a hearing on an inspector general's report on the issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
1: 10.06 and turning to defending the health of downtown D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is sharing her thoughts about the economy of the downtown area. Now that the owner of the Capitals and Wizards is in the process of getting local and state approval to relocate his teams to Alexandria.
8: Speaking at the National Children's Museum in downtown, Mayor Muriel Bowser says seeing crowds this weekend herself and rising Metro ridership numbers show. People are coming downtown. And so I want to be sure that you're clear about that.
2: But the city is seeing some big exits, among them the Capitals, Wizards, and even mortgage giant Fannie Mae. And Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leonsis mentioned significant challenges facing downtown businesses when defending a move to Alexandria. The mayor didn't comment on that, but says
8: We recognize that we want more people, more workers, more visitors, more restaurant goers in our downtown. This includes offering new grants to get businesses into empty buildings and to learn more family friendly businesses downtown. the district, Mike Murillo, WTOP
1: News. New legislation would allow some people to skip jury duty in the district. Tonight, Congressional Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton introduced a bill to allow people who are 70 and older to opt out of jury duty in the D.C. Superior Court. The Democrat says most federal courts allow seniors to opt out of jury duty, and the majority of states have similar provisions for their courts. Let's move to Alexandria, where the police chief, Don Hayes, will leave that job soon. He's stepping down February 9th. He's been tapped for a new assignment at the federal level, though we don't have details about the new role yet. Hayes has spent nearly 44 years with the Alexandria Police Department, including the last two and a half years leading the city's police force. He has uh, said it's been an honor to dedicate his life to serve the community. Assistant Chief Raul Pedroso will serve as interim chief after Chief Hayes' departure in Alexandria. Coming up in a bit here on WTOP, what are the odds of an interest rate cut? Not right away, but in the next few months. That would, of course, lower the cost for you to borrow money. Stay with us tonight at 10.08 on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and
7: Sons.
1: Traffic and weather on the eighth, and when it breaks. It's time for Bob Imler in the traffic center.
3: In Virginia, road work now setting up on 95 northbound in Dale City. Listener found that you're getting by single file to the right on 95 northbound, getting past exit 156. So far, that's about it for Virginia, though, at least in terms of 395 and 95. Things are running pretty well on 66 both ways, and no delays to report around the beltway despite the work zone in Maryland. On the outer loop from Connecticut Avenue, headed over to 270, they're still setting it up and getting by in two lanes to the right. Southbound on 270 from 85 down to Route 80, you get by single file to the right, Uh, past the work zone there. But without delay, at northbound, uh, traffic is running well on 270. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each good to go between the Beltways and 50 to the Bay Bridge, running pretty freely. Want to test an electric car? Plug it at fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra Hyundai Ioniq with a Toyota BZ4X. At fitzmall.com. that's the Fitz way. Bob Inler, WTlp Traffic.
1: All right, Bob, let's go
6: to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. After a breezy afternoon, expect diminishing winds here this evening. Our wind's getting lighter and lighter. We'll have gusts maybe to about 15, 20 miles per hour this evening, with temperatures dipping down to 39 to 43 degrees, by morning, though, 27 to 35. It's going to be around freezing to just below freezing by early Tuesday. We'll have partly sunny skies coming our way with a high temperature around 45 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson at the First Alert Weather Center.
1: Reagan National is at 41, BWI Marshall 41 in Dulles, 37 degrees. Some of us heading down to about 28 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour as we're checking in with Jeff Claybaugh,
8: No rate cut is expected for the Fed this week, but Bloomberg now puts odds even on a signal for a March cut. Vacuum maker iRobot is laying off 31% of its workforce after Amazon dropped out of plans to acquire it. The Washington Business Journal says the Xerox building in Roslyn Largely vacant, just sold for $25 million a decade ago. It sold for $145 million. Monday rally on Wall Street sent the Dow and the S&P 500 to record highs again. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News.
1: Let's check out the Asia-Pacific markets. They're mixed. Tokyo stocks up a quarter percent. Hong Kong down 2 percent. 1010 on WTOP. And coming up here, a proposal to legalize retail marijuana sales in Virginia moves forward. It's already just fine to have a small amount for yourself. But now there's, of course, discussion about opening up stores, dispensaries, the whole uh, marijuana apparatus in Virginia, although things seem to be moving kind of slowly in Richmond. We'll check it out with a post reporter coming up on WTOP. We
0: all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. That's eight hundred-five seven five-seventeen ninety-four. Tax relief advocates, real solutions for real people.
1: Later this half hour on WTOP, we continue to follow the Michigan trial of the mom of a school shooter, a high school shooter. Stay
2: with us. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apelis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA, His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawon'twait.com. That's gawon'twait.com. Great to
1: have you here, 1013. Your
2: tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Don't let someone else enjoy your refund. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at lifelock.com. Easy Cater presents. We've got your back upstairs.
0: So I order food on Easy Cater for a meeting with a new client in Jackson. got feed in Jackson. On my way to the airport, it hits me. The client is actually in Jacksonville. Feed in Jacksonville. So I call Easy Cater. Nina picks up right away. Fix it for you. She called me right back and said, You're all set. Nina fixed the Jackson accident.
1: Jackson. Easy Cater has your back with 24-7 support. Order at EasyCater.com and know...
2: We got
0: your back! Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts
1: matter. Now 10-14, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. It's been three years since Virginia lawmakers made it legal for you to have small amounts of marijuana. Now the General Assembly is trying to set up the rest of the infrastructure to grow and manufacture it and sell it in the state. The path to get there is a long one. There seems to be a fair amount of disagreement about how to push forward. Laura Vozella, who covers Virginia politics for the Washington Post, joined WTOP's Sean and Anne earlier to explain where lawmakers are right now on legally manufacturing and selling weed, as there was movement last week in a Senate committee.
5: A Senate committee has advanced a bill. There were two different versions, they decided on one approach. And advance that to yet another committee, and it will probably hit a third committee before it ever gets to the floor of the chamber. But it's moving along, and there's another bill on the House side that hasn't gotten going yet. But eventually, I think those two will pass their respective chambers.
8: Laura, I remember at the time, it just seemed unusual that the General Assembly would allow small amounts of marijuana to be possessed, but never set up an infrastructure. Why has this gone so slowly over the years?
5: I think when they legalized it, it was a year when they did a whole lot of criminal justice changes, and they just felt like they needed more study to figure out how to set up the marketplace, and that was too much to do that one year. But you're right, it has created this strange situation where possession is legal, but there is no legal way to purchase it. You can grow your own. I think you're allowed four plants, but aside from that, there's no legal way to get it.
7: So, Laura, is there an underground market that is formed at all in this? And if so, does that complicate things when it comes to trying to regulate something?
5: Well, in some sense, it provides a rationale for some Republicans who might ordinarily be opposed to anything that promotes marijuana. They might be more willing to say that, hey, we do have this illegal market, the only way to correct that is to legalize it. Now, whether the governor would ever go along with that is another matter, but we have seen some bipartisan support for the Senate bill so far.
8: Has the governor given any hint one way or another which way he might be leaning here?
5: It's interesting if you're in the business of parsing Yunkin's statements. He has said twice that he has no interest in marijuana legislation. He has not said he would veto it. And we have followed up with his office to say, hey, his prior statement, by that, does he mean he would veto it? And they have declined to say whether or not he means that he is obviously looking to get some of his own priorities through the general assembly including this arena proposed for northern virginia so maybe he'd want it bad enough to deal on that but i think generally speaking that would be off-brand for him
1: laura Vozella on wtop earlier she covers virginia politics for the washington post we're seeing how much work the legislature can get done this session on a marijuana infrastructure project. It right now, it's just okay to have a few plants around the house, but there's no dispensary. Don't have the same kinds of things that you would find in Maryland and uh, DC, other parts of the country. Stay with us here for more. Top stories on WTOP. The Pentagon releases the names of three soldiers killed in a drone attack in Jordan. Talks resume on a potential ceasefire in the Israel Hamas war. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Let's go to Bob Imler in the Traffic Center. A
3: couple of work zones now set up on 66 eastbound near the Ronson Tunnel. First you're getting by to the right, then you're getting by to the left. Uh, so sort of a shift in the work zone there. Uh, so be alert headed toward Ronson on 66 east. Westbound lanes are open. 95 northbound at Dale City. Single right lane is slowly getting past the work zone there. And traffic doing all right on 395. Beltway in Maryland does have road work tonight on the outer loop from Connecticut Avenue to 270. Two right lanes get you by. And southbound 270 down to a single lane to the right getting by after 85 headed toward Urbana. I-70 both ways at 15 and 340. Single right lane getting by work zones. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway each doing all right as does 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Bob Inler, WTOP
1: Traffic. Okay, Bob, let's uh, check in with, Ver- uh, with uh, Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News, first alert, chief meteorologist.
6: I'm tracking two fast-moving weather makers this week, one on Wednesday, another Friday, both giving us a low chance or a little bit in the way of some rain showers. And, in fact, Wednesday morning might be a few wet snowflakes mixed in. Your evening here, we're partly cloudy overnight, too, with winds easing. Our temperatures, in fact, by morning will be in the 20s to mid-30s across the area. I'm forecasting a high temperature Tuesday afternoon around 45. degrees, and that makes it the coolest day out of the work week. On Wednesday, once we get that little wintry mix that will be more conversational in nature out of here, just a few raindrops or a few flakes of snow, we'll have a high temperature just shy of 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
1: Fort Belvoir at 40, foggy bottom 41, and Silver Spring 39. A few parts of the area could fall below freezing tonight. Some of our suburbs could be down to 28 degrees. Still ahead, an airbag alert for some people driving some Toyota and GM cars. In the case of Toyota, some Corollas from back in 2003, 2004. And it's more than just a recall. The companies warn you to stop driving these vehicles immediately. We've got some of those details ahead for you tonight, 10:20. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative
8: posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair, Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at ReputationDefender.com or call 800-811-4975
1: to speak to an expert. That's
8: 800-811-4975.
1: 1021, good to have you here. The trial of the mother of the Michigan high school shooter continues.
8: Jennifer Crumbly on trial for involuntary manslaughter for failing to intervene and helping to buy the gun her son used to kill four students in a 2021 shooting rampage at Oxford High School in Michigan. Among those testifying, 27-year-old Kira Pennock, a horse farm owner that Jennifer Crumbly often visited, describing a text exchange between the two the day of the shooting. Just had to go to my son's school and meet his counselor today. Jennifer Crumbley is accused of refusing to remove her son from school despite him being found making ominous drawings in class. Ethan is already pleaded guilty to terrorism and murder charges and was sentenced to life in prison. Derek Dennis, ABC
1: News. If you have a Toyota or GM vehicle, older models, listen up. The company is warning tens of thousands of owners to stop driving these cars. It's a problem with the airbags. About 61,000 owners of certain Toyota and General Motors vehicles should stop driving them.
8: It's due to their Takata airbag inflators that can explode, unleashing metal shrapnel inside cars and trucks. The models are Corolla, Matrix, RAV4, and Pontiac Vibes, made between 2003 and 2005. They're urging people to contact a dealer, which will either do mobile repair or tow the car to a dealership. More than two dozen people have been killed in the U.S.
1: by Takata inflators since 2009. a news correspondent matt piper and you can read more at wtop.com search Takata. maybe you've noticed your commute getting close to what it was like before the pandemic as in pretty long commute times again some advice on the best and worst times to head out the door in the morning
4: most in our area leave
8: the house between eight and eight thirty each morning according to the u.s census bureau data leaving a half hour later can save 20 hours a year of commuting time Says Yardy Cube, a co-working space management platform.
5: It really
0: depends on what time they have to get to work.
4: WTLP morning traffic reporter Rita Kessler.
0: They can't leave at 9 o'clock if they have to be at work at 9 o'clock.
4: As for weather, listeners typically build
8: in wiggle room in planning their commutes.
0: Most people leave enough
7: time for their typical commute, so that's when something can throw it completely out of whack.
8: Neil
2: Logenstein, WTLP News. Here's your Jill on money, question of the day.
0: Anthony from Texas asks, I have about sixty grand in credit card and personal loan debt due to being laid off. I'm working now, but the minimum payments are killing me. I was considering a home equity line of credit to consolidate. Do you have advice on the best way to handle this debt right now? Should I use a debt relief program? Anthony? A HELOC isn't the worst idea in the world, but it depends on how much equity you have in your house and what your cash flow looks like. I'm not a big fan of debt relief programs. You're probably better off arguing your own case with the credit card companies directly.
2: Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com.
1: Still ahead here on WTOP, we kind of thought that the head coach situation for the Washington Commanders might be wrapped up this week. We'll check in with Rob Woodfork to find out if that is indeed true. Stay with us.
0: The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive, like Marta.
6: And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno.
0: And Alex.
4: Hey, Alex, how did the interview go? I did it! I got the job! I can't believe it! I knew it.
0: Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego.
4: Mom! I got first place at the science
0: fair
5: with my volcano project. That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations. Because when people
0: are fed... Futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org actnow feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
3: Sports at 25 and
4: 55. 10-25 and Rob Woodfork. The Wizards finally have a win streak. They erased a 14-point deficit. They beat the Spurs 118-113, win back-to-back games for the first time since last March, and they've won consecutive games in San Antonio for the first time in a quarter century. Daniel Gafford's emphatic slam in the final five seconds capped a 20-6 run to end the game. He and Kyle Kuzma each with double-doubles on a night when every Wizard to enter the game scored. Down a level, the Howard women saw their three-game win streak end at Coppin State 63-58, but the Howard men handled Coppin State 81-66 and snap a two-game slide and even their MIAC record at 3-3. Three and three. Number 7 Duke, a winner over Virginia Tech, 77-67. It snaps the Hokies three-game win streak. The Commanders could have a new coach by week's end as Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald has another or had another interview today. I'm sure it's over by now. <laughs> Tomorrow it's Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, Lions offensive coordinator Ben.